When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Browns and Texans, Pony. Flacco, Stroud, who, you, who do you trust more? Are you going to crush me if I say Flacco? Uh, no, I mean, I think you're wrong if you say Flacco, but I, I, I get the argument because um, we, we just don't know what Stroud will do in the postseason. Brown's defense is more likely to be a disruptor than the Texans defense. So, like, I, I get the argument, but Stroud is a gamer and a much better football player. Well, I think about two playoff games in Houston that immediately spring to mind here that I think helped my argument. And it both it both involved the Texans and the shoe was on the other foot the second time. When Deshaun Watson made his first postseason appearance against the Colts, uh, that was Andrew Luck's last year there. Uh, he was terrible at home. It was in Houston. They lost that game. Then the Colts went to Kansas City next the next week and lost. Watson was atrocious uh, in that game. Um, I believe that was his first playoff start. You'd have to fact check me on that. I'm pretty sure it was. And then the uh, reverse of that happened when Josh Allen went there. Remember that? Josh yeah. Allen went to Houston, started his first playoff game, fumbling the ball all over the place, making crazy-ass plays. I mean, the the worst version of Josh Allen, the guy that's completely reckless and those plays outweigh all the other great things that he has going for him. So, yeah, I mean – Ben Roethlisberger, 04, after a great rookie season, won 15 games in a row and then was completely garbage in the playoffs, was lucky to beat the Jets, needed a uh, Doug Bryan missed field goal at the end of the game and then threw, I think, three interceptions against the Patriots the next week. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting what this what it does, the pressure of the playoffs. I do think it's a real thing, the one-and-done nature of it. They just played a playoff game last week, you could argue. Uh, but I, I've seen the Texans and Browns already play each other this year. And Joe Flacco uh, and Amari Cooper did something that had never been done in Brown's history before. Now, C.J. Stroud's out there, and that's going to make the Texans' defense better. No, I don't know. I, I agree. With, listen, they, they can they could clearly lose. I would be a little surprised if Stroud laid an egg. And it's on the road. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying he's going to lay an egg, but we've seen rookies fall through the playoffs. And Joe Flacco is is the best road quarterback in NFL history yep. in the playoffs, in the playoffs. without a doubt. Yeah. The guy lives for these moments. He flourishes <laughs> right now he, in these spots. He does. Stroud is by far the most interesting part of the game because he just, through sheer force of talent, 
leadership, personality, and like seemingly humility. Every time I hear this guy interviewed, I'm like, oh, God, it's just I love him. I'm a big fan of his. You know that. So how could he not be? So so likable. I mean, obviously, like very religious, uh, but also like principled and has opinions and talks about criminal justice reform and just like, like I didn't know that. Interesting. Okay. I think his I think his father's in prison is the is the story and he's like got a, a sentence that was you know he is pretty severe and if you're the ravens who you're rooting for in this game if chalk holds in the bills and chiefs win and they play each other in the next round and you in and, and the winner of this game goes to baltimore next week who would you rather play i think i think you'd rather play houston agreed yeah yep. that's because, the right answer i think you'd rather play houston because you think that with a week to rest and prepare, a, a rookie's not coming into Baltimore and beating you. Uh, but the Flacco magic, the pressure, like the 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 lemon booty of like if like a weird thing, like if Lamar fumbled on the first drive and then Flacco oh. punched, punched it in for six, and all of a sudden it's like seven nothing. And the Browns would get the ball to start the second half, and Flacco's got a touchdown, and Lamar doesn't. Like, you know what I mean? I, I do, I do think that there would be something to uh, the familiarity. Like, the Browns wouldn't be intimidated; they know exactly what they're walking into. They've won there this year. Yeah. So, I, I all, all of those reasons, I, I think they, it, it, generally speaking, those division games in, in the in the postseason get weird. So, I, I think Baltimore is probably rooting for the Texans in this spot. Um. All right, the next game's your game. Steelers-Bills. I told you last week I was not interested in watching the Steelers in the postseason. Forecast calls for crazy wins, worst wins in playoff history. Does that even the playing field and make this a game? You know, if you go back to that Patriots-Bills game in the regular season, that Monday night game from a few years ago, that would tell you yes. Because we saw what that what that matchup looked like without wins in the playoffs, remember? And I don't think the Bills punted. They played an immaculate offensive game. They scored a touchdown or kicked a field goal in every possession in what will end up being Belichick's final playoff game as a Patriots coach. His defense got spanked uh, in embarrassing fashion. And then when they played earlier in the season there, Mac Jones completed two passes and they got out of there with a win. Um, so I do think if it's a wind game like that, it's going to completely change the way both teams play. And I just think that if you're a huge underdog, which the Steelers are, isn't anything that gets the bills out of their normal offensive structure, a good thing? A hundred percent. Right. Like, to me, this question, I get why you asked it because it's going to be such a story of the game. Like gamblers will basically say, if it's 15 miles an hour or less, there's no impact. 15 to 20, gusts to 25, whatever. Hit or miss, depends on the quarterback, depends on the stadium, depends on the consistency, that sort of thing. But no one can really do anything passing the football with any degree of consistency and dependency on what the accuracy is going to be if the wind gusts are consistently you know 25 plus miles per hour that's generally speaking they think the wind is going to be 
is going to be around 25 for most of the game and that gusts are going to be all the way up to in the 50s. Well, in then in that, in, that, in that scenario, then even Josh Allen, one of the strongest arms in the world, will absolutely be disrupted because there's only you can only throw a football so hard. It's, in, it's inflated. The wind will take it. So that's why the total of the game is so low. And if you've taken the throwing ability away from Josh Allen, obviously that is one of the biggest things, probably the best thing uh, that Buffalo has going for them. They're still at home. It obviously also impacts the Steelers. It randomizes the game, though. So I think it definitely plays to the Steelers' favor more so than if this game was in a dome for some reason. You know what I mean? Like if the weather was so bad that they had to relocate it to a different location like that. Uh, I would say, though, we normally see Josh Allen just run more in the postseason. So that makes him a very dangerous version of himself. I would expect Josh Allen to have 10-plus carries in this game, and I would still think that the Bills are going to win the game. So would I, and Allen as a runner, I think, is a scarier proposition than him as a, as a passer. Because at least when he passes the ball, there's the chance he's going to do something insane. Yep. And if you take that out, I think for Steelers fans, be careful what you wish for if it turns into a game where both teams strictly run because you've got Mason Rudolph and they've got Josh Allen. Man, it would be interesting if the weather got that bad because this is going to sound nuts, and it's the first time I've said this. This is not something that I've said on my show yet. But if the weather was really that bad, and I'm the Steelers, I would be tempted to go wildcat a lot in this game, and I would also be tempted to, if I'm going to dress a second quarterback. Wait, Mitch? Yes. Yeah. Now, he's under strict orders to not throw the football, (laughs) and he likes to go rogue sometimes. Yeah. But the interesting thing about him is, and we both know this having covered him and the amount of grays and times I've just freaked out watching him, but, like, he is a really good athlete. Oh, yeah. And the reason why the Bills brought him in as a backup is because they thought he was a very, 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 very poor man's version of Josh Allen. So if it's both about the running abilities of both guys, I don't know, Danny. I'm just speaking out loud here. He, I mean, he's not as strong as Josh Allen. No, but he's like he's. You're right. He's He's not like a Cam Newton runner like Josh Allen is, where there's a physicality to his running style. He's a good athlete, but he's a very, very good athlete. Yes. Yeah, I think I like. I mean, it would have to be crazy. To, to do that, but I mean, if you say that that's what the win, the forecast for the game is going to be, uh, you're going to bet the Steelers? It's tough to cover a double-digit spread when the total's in the low 30s. I know, man. Probably not, though. Yeah. Because um, 20, 20 to 0 is still a cover. You know, we haven't talked, you kind of touched on it. My God, did our radio stations create like an international situation with this game? On Thursday, I'm sure you're probably aware of that. Yeah. With what happened. It's interesting because. Well, fill in the audience. Yeah. So one of our, and this is a guy who, by the way, is a investigative reporter, Marty Griffin, who's respected enough that, you know, he's the guy that broke the stories in Dallas about Michael Irvin and the Cowboys. He had to leave Dallas because of that and come back home to Pittsburgh. He's a fascinating guy. And he got a phone call about this this morning and then talked about it on the air. And so I heard him say it. And when I heard that, I 
you know, talked about it on my show and put it out into social media, you know, immediately I heard back from people in Buffalo who I still are in contact with who are like, there's 0% chance that they would move the game to Cleveland. But, and you know, big national insiders and stuff had to refute it and everything else. It's interesting though, like I've heard, I, I even was still hearing Thursday night people saying that that conversation absolutely happened. And it makes, the NFL told the Buffalo news station that we've had no discussions about moving the game. Isn't that like derelict of duty? If there's a legit chance of lake effect snow that shuts down highways in Western New York and prevents people from moving around, there is a chance it happens, maybe not a high one, even if the chance of it happening is 1%. Isn't this the time where the NFL... You got to have a contingency plan. Right, and the reason why it was believable to me is because Detroit's unavailable this weekend. Because the game's Sunday night. And that would be the obvious place to go play a game if you had to, worst case scenario, move it. Because they've done that with a Bills game before. Played it in a dome in Detroit. So the Cleveland thing I thought made sense because it's close to both teams. It's like an equidistant thing. But they'll play the game in Buffalo. But Hey, Danny, we lived through it in Kansas City where a Steelers game got moved, playoff game from the afternoon to night. I, I could see something like that happen. Yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be really weird to move a playoff game from outdoors in the elements to a dome. But no, no, um, I'm not. I'm not saying. To, I'm not saying the game is going to move cities. I'm saying the game might move times. Move, move times. And remember, Monday's a holiday too. <laughs> 